Pittsburgh Steelers fans, it's time once again for Pittsburgh Steelers Fact or Fiction. My name is Brian Anthony Davis. I'm from BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, and I am proud to bring this show once again to you, especially when the Pittsburgh Steelers are at 7-0 after winning a thriller over arch-rival Baltimore last week. They were down 10 points in the second half. They came all the way back. It was a fantastic win. With the Steelers at 7-0 and and facing three straight weeks of lesser competition, will the black and gold remain focused or suffer a letdown? BTSC is always trying to answer some of these poignant wonderings ahead of time. So take a listen to some bold statements on this and more as we label them as fact or fiction. Because you know, the narrative is always changing when it comes to your Pittsburgh Steelers. Will we be on point? Or will we be way off? Well, it's for you to decide. So let's check out Pittsburgh Steelers fact or fiction. And remember, like Stephen King likes to say, fiction is the truth inside the lie. Does that mean anything to you? Eh, It might. We'll see. Here we go. Fact or fiction. The trade for Avery Williamson signals a demotion for Robert Spillane. I'm going to say fiction. First and foremost, this was a tremendous trade, I tell you. Tremendous! I don't care that Williamson is considered a rental. It does not matter to me at all that the former Jet and Titan is going to be a free agent after the season. All that really matters is that the Steelers were thin at inside linebacker before Devin Bush Jr. went down, and they're now even thinner with UG3 now on injured reserve. He's having back spasms again. You saw what those back spasms did to him last year. Wow, they were so thin they had to do something. So Kevin Colbert merely gave up draft position in 2022. He surrendered a fifth and got back a seventh for a tackling machine. You cannot beat that. That is an excellent deal. The addition is huge due to the fact that it spells Spillane at a spot that wasn't meant to be a three-down situation. This guy wasn't playing. He was playing on special teams. And now you cannot expect him to go 100% of the plays. You really can't. So they needed to get somebody else in there, and they got somebody else that's really good. If they lose him next year, guess what? They probably get a compensatory pick. But that's next year. We're looking at 2020. This is a Super Bowl contender. This is a great deal. It's a great deal for... This guy, too, Avery Williamson, goes from an 0-8 team to a 7-0 team just like that. So it's amazing for him. So Spillane is unequivocally the starter. He's not getting replaced. He is just merely getting help. That's it. This is great for Robert Spillane. It's great for Avery Williamson. It's great for the Steelers' playoff hopes, the Steelers' Super Bowl hopes, and it's great for the Steelers' nation. So rejoice this trade and don't think way too much into the future on this one. Fact or fiction number two. Isaiah Bugs, Alex Highsmith, and Justin Lane are making their cases to be future starters. Fact or fiction We are going to go fact. In 1986, Ultimate One Hit Wonders Timbuk3 sang it well, the future's so bright, I gotta wear shades. Look, I feel that way about the Steelers' defense and the future for this team. 
When Bugs was pressed into action early on against Baltimore, he looked very green in the first half of action. In the second half, the sixth runner out of Alabama looked black and gold and had two huge stops of Lamar Jackson in the second half. Just like Bugs, Highsmith and Lane look to be making their way towards the starting lineup with increased playing time and big plays. Highsmith had that huge interception that helped the Steelers win the game. They got on the board offensively in that second half. That was really big. Highsmith is coming on strong. Lane looks really good in the secondary as well. You should see all three of these guys having their names announced as they burst out of that Hinesfield tunnel in 2021. Factor fiction number three. The Steelers will have three players above 10 sacks in 2020. Fact. T.J. Watt leads the Steelers' defense with six and a half sacks. But when he can't get to the quarterback, it seems like Alvin Dupree is the one hovering over a fallen QB instead. Bud has six opposite Watt. Then there's the mammoth Stefan Tuitt, the AFC Defensive Player of the Week, Stefan Tuitt. He looked well on his way to double digits last year before he went down in that Los Angeles Chargers game for the entire season in Week 6. This year, the Notre Dame product looks even more dominant. Wow, he really does. One of these three guys is going to lead the way in sacks for the squad that breaks the team's all-time mark. Yeah, I say it. They are going to break that 56 number. They are well on their way. If all three continue their pace from the first seven games and stay injury-free, that's the rub, Watt will end the campaign with 15. The duo of Tuit and Dupree will notch around 14 apiece. It doesn't matter which one leads the team as long as these guys are getting sacks and droves, but they all will be above 10. So once again, fact. Backdoor fiction number four. Vance McDonald has become a forgotten man in the Pittsburgh offense. Fact. The man they call Vanimal has become the low man on the totem pole when it comes to division of labor in the Pittsburgh Steelers' offensive game plan. Of course, it has definitely become a crowded receiver room in the Steel City. Plus, Ben Roethlisberger has got to be elated that he has so many reliable targets to toss the ball to but somebody is going to get the short end of the stick, which is Big Ben's arm. And that someone, unfortunately, is Vance Komen McDonald. Yes, I love my middle names. Juju Smith-Schuster leads the team with 50 targets. Number 89 falls in at 7th with a mere 10, and he's caught 80% of them. In addition, Vance is 13 targets behind number 6, James Conner. To make matters more pressing for McDonald, Ray Ray McLeod is three targets behind him with all seven targets in the past four games. In that span, Vance has only three. So Ben Roethlisberger is looking other places. The addition of Eric Ebron was most certainly going to eat into McDonald's targets, but many thought that they'd share the load at tight end and become a two-headed monster. That did not happen because the former Colt and Lion has found a home in the Pittsburgh offense with 26 catches on 37 targets. He ranks third for now. McDonald may get the chance to shine in 2020 for the Steelers at some point, but those opportunities seem possibly few and far between. This Steelers team is the most focused and mature team 
that the Steelers have boasted in over a decade. Fact. Everybody is concerned about the dreaded trap game or the Steelers playing down to the competition the next few weeks against Dallas, Cincinnati, and Jacksonville, all sad sacks of teams. But this team is different than in years past. They really, really are. They could possibly lose against these teams. You know, any given Sunday, you know the deal. It's the NFL where everybody gets paid and anything can happen. But it won't be because they are overlooking anybody whatsoever. The difference is a maturity. And you saw that difference in maturity between the Steelers and the Ravens. It was evident when Marquise Hollywood Brown, you know, Antonio's cousin, spouted off about his number of targets in the Steelers game. That soldier comment that, of course, gets deleted. But he put it out there. You all know he did. Think back a few weeks ago when Juju Smith-Schuster celebrated his team's accomplishments and never complained about only getting six yards in one game. That's a leader. That is the difference between a team focused on themselves or focused on a championship. The Ravens should not be complaining about targets. They should be complaining about a loss. That's fine. But they should not be complaining about individual performances. The Steelers are not going to let petty issues deter them from their prize. This is a team on a mission. I got to tell you, this is a very mature team. So once again, fact. Are these statements all valid? We will soon see. What matters most is what your opinions are on this matter. So you know what to do. You could hit us up in the comments section. You could go ahead and tweet me at B-T-S-C-B-A-D. It's as simple as that. Once again, for Pittsburgh Steelers Factor Fiction, my name is Brian Anthony Davis. Remember, friends, the truth is sometimes stranger than fiction, and that's a fact, Jack. Jack.